You're an entrepreneur, and you make vital decisions that hopefully blossom into a business. You're the savvy, out-of-the-box risk-taker who believes wholeheartedly in the process of innovation. Innovation that will change the world. This is CEO Chat with Gresham Harkless, and you're about to embark on a journey through the awesome world of business. Gresham is the epitome of drive and desire as he works to help support small businesses and entrepreneurship. And you're about to learn from this entrepreneur how you can improve your odds of success in the business world. Welcoming the host of CEO Chat, here's Gresham Harkless. Um, my name is Gresham Harkless. I'm from the CEO Chat Podcast, Blue 16 Media. I am CEO Podcast. I have a phenomenal guest here, uh, Chaya Muth, and he joins us from Capital Bank, and he as a vice president and business banker, and Chaya brings a broad range of commercial banking and treasury management experience in a variety of industries with a particular focus and a opportunity to work with many industries, including nonprofits, trade associations, and professional services as well, too. And he currently serves as the president of the Eisenhower Partnership and is a longtime board member of New Hope Housing. And he leverages his leadership and business acumen to foster Capital Bank's expansion to the Alexandria and Arlington markets. And Chaya, super excited to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the community? Yes, Gresham. Th- thanks for having me. And, uh, you know, I'm happy to be here. Just want to... Uh, Quick thing here. Um, so I just finished my term with, with New Hope, um, not this past year, but but last year. But uh, yeah, yeah. Just wanted to kind of yeah. That. No, I appreciate that, and, and that's one of the things I, I wanted to like you know hear more about you because I know we we talked a little bit offline about like um, getting your your foothold in the area and being from this area. As we kind of talked about a little bit online, but you seem to have a lot of community involvement. You're doing a lot of things in the community. Could you take us through like some of those things that you're doing, including New Hope and what that has done for you? Yeah, you know that started with um, actually at, at the prior bank I was at. You know when you are within when you start within a new community, it's it's how do I um, you know meet the community? How do I get involved? Get more involved and and really just start you know building rapport, uh, especially in a industry or business that's such so relationship driven. And so, you know, so you had to kind of, you know, a takeaway from BNI as we were just talking is that that visibility, right? Um, kind of let people know, hey, you're, you're, you're in the area, you're here to do business. And uh, once you kind of get that visibility, you know, it's, it's that credibility aspect of it. Um, letting them, not only letting them know who you are, but how you do business and who are you as a person. You know, can can you be trusted, especially um, you know when when dealing with finances? Um, so I looked at that as an opportunity to you know become more involved in the community, um, especially being here, and and really I thought it was just a time for me, you know, just based on professional and personal growth. You know, let's also give back in a way, and that's where my involvement in um, you know the Eisenhower Partnership and, and New Hope kind of stemmed from. Yeah, that makes so much sense, and I think that uh, as we were talking about offline, like being you know a community bank, you have to be part of the community, you have to get involved, you have to get back to the community. 
So I love that that's been something that you've been able to do and you have so much, you know, uh, respect and esteem that you, I imagine, build up over the time because of that. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah and it's, for me, it was also such a, a great learning experience to kind of really understand the, the needs of, um, you know, a, a certain population, you know, especially in Northern Virginia where, you know, it's a, you, you've got neighborhoods that vary in terms of, uh, you know, the income, right? The the, the wealth gap, um, and so there's, the, you know, speaking of New Hope, there's a need there because there are folks that, you know, can't, or you know, can't afford the, the housing, and New Hope did a great job in not only providing housing but to kind of build from you know scratch on, hey, what do we need to do to to get you keys to your, you know, your home again. Um, and, and it was it was such a great learning experience, um, you know, working with the fellow board members and uh, you know, Pam Michelle, the executive director there at, at New Hope. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that you know, obviously, you know, being able to kind of have a similar impact, I imagine, with your clients as well too. But uh, what do they you say is great to, to be able to have that impact? It's probably even better to make sure you, that you know what you're doing and you're able to kind of help execute on that. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, you have loads of uh, kind of experience in, in, in the finance and banking world as well too that's kind of helped you and equipped you to where you, you're uh, serving now. Yeah, so just to kind of give you a better idea of how my banking career started, uh, you know, I started as a part-time teller in high school uh, with uh, First Virginia Bank at the time, and which is now BB&T. But, you know, it was part-time teller, just, you know, after school, you know, working at the teller line, running a, a teller drawer. Um, and, and really, I didn't really think that, you know, think much of it. You know, it was just a, a job at the time. Um, but it was actually during college well, when an opportunity opened up to, to work for a community bank. And then from there, you know, working as a teller slash, you know, customer service representative where you're opening accounts and, and having those conversations with, um, with clients, you know, that's when it kind of really got interesting to me, um, you know, and so I, I started working within a, a branch office and understanding, you know, the ins and outs, balancing the vault, you know, managing staff and, and growing an office um, and that kind of shifted to the operational side of banking under treasury services, um, cash management, where you know, you're setting up uh, or providing products and services for your commercial clients. Um, and, you know, I said, you know what, I like doing this, I, but my next step in that banking career was, how do I, you know, a lot of times I was helping clients for relationship managers, for, you know, quote unquote, business development officers. So once, you know, we, we onboarded a, a, a client, it was kind of, hey, done deal, let's, you know, move on to the next one. and. I wasn't able to connect um, that well, and, and not only the connection, but for me, I just thought, you know what, I'd like to build my own portfolio as well. And so my next step in my career was, let's let's go out and, and, and build that and, and try to grow the clientele uh, for the bank. And, and that's that's kind of where my career has gone is, you know, the focus on the deposit um, treasury side. And now, you know, now it's... The, the lending side, you know, cl you know, clients that are looking to, to grow um, and they're looking to, you know, expand, whether it be through some sort of merger and acquisition um, or if they need a loan because they're working out of an office like an intelligent office, but they are ready to move on, to, you know, to, and they need space. Um, and if they need a loan to, you know, to finance that, and that's where, you know, kind of I, I, I would come in. 
Yeah, that makes so much sense, and I, I think that you know, as most people that probably listen to this as well too, you have to juggling so many different things. You know, when you're running a business or managing a business or even being in the business, that you want to be able to have that. I guess for lack of a better term, feel like relationship and partner to be able to kind of lean on so that you can have that expertise if you are going through a merger or acquisition or you're potentially trying to expand out to a bigger area. You want to have somebody that I guess you can kind of lean on and get that expertise from. You you, you pretty much nailed it. It's it's the partner aspect. You know, whenever I'm talking with my clients, it's, you know, I'm happy to be your partner. You know, this, this relationship that we've, that we're now looking to establish from day one, let me worry about all the banking finance that way you know my clients can focus on their business and and the additional value that I feel like um, I bring to the table is you know not not only on the banking side but there's you know there's resources there's um, let's say other vendors that you know clients are also asking about you know they can, how they can streamline or save money on and I think with my connection to the community and in my peers um, that have a you know a similar you know I guess you know work ethic and, and wanting to help out and it's it's giving cl my clients that access of hey I need an accountant or you know I'm looking for this you know I, I need a, a new uh, media person hey, who do you know you know it's it's like well you should go talk to you know to so and so right yeah and I believe that uh, it's fun, so funny we were talking you know before we hopped on this about you know the relationships and have those face to face connections and, and how that starts to develop and. and Kind of build and i think that's a lot of times we don't realize that those can kind of come from anywhere we we're talking about flag football earlier they yeah come from you know growing up in a certain area or a networking group or something like that but all those opportunities to really understand i think the human aspect of business which i think we sometimes forget about and how relationships play such a big part in that yeah yeah um you know and i think with covid right mm -hmm. uh that, you know we'll, we'll, we'll jump to that so mm -hmm. you know we were kind of limited in what we could do and you know, I, I strive from, you know, my face-to-face, my, -face, my in-persons, you know, whether it be a networking event or just getting in front of my existing clients to see how they're doing. You know, hey, let's grab lunch. You know, what are you up to? How can I help? And I think with COVID, that, that limited that, um, you know, a little bit with just not having that, that in-person. Um, although it did provide an additional opportunity to, to grow the business. You know, I look at it, from, from, you know, in banking, I look at it as, as my business because, you know, these are these are my clients that I'm I'm helping on because they're counting on me, right? And so, you know, as I want to expand on my footprint, um, you know, I think that's that approach really helps. Uh, you know, I think in terms of success. So, you know, the the challenges were, hey, you know, I couldn't get in front of them, but at the same time, it allowed me to to reach, uh, I guess, a whole another s scope of of potential clients that didn't get their help or service that they need from from their bank when it came down to it, when they needed right. PPP uh, funding. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because that was a, a huge thing that a lot of businesses kind of um, were like, okay, well, I'm banking here. Let me pick up the phone and call. The per oh, what was his or her name? Uh, what was the, like you had, you didn't have that relationship that was built. And I think that that kind of rang true and shows a lot during those times where things don't go according to plan that you want to be able to kind of have that relationship, that conversation with somebody. Yeah, when, when stuff hits the fan, you you know, it's, I, I think, and I, I, that's where I take a lot of pride on, it's just being able to be there for, you know, my past clients and, and for new clients. It's, it's you know, being that resource for them during that time of need. And it was just, 
it was such a, a crazy time for for uh, for us all, you know, and, and across all industries. And uh, you know, to be able to be there, I think I think it just it goes a long way, and it just shows that hey, you know, Chaya is for real. You know, the company I'm with, the, you know, Capital Bank, we've supported, um, you know, these past and uh, and new clients during this time, and it, I think there was just something that they'll always remember. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, during difficult times, that's where you start to build and strengthen those relationships, especially if they're very well developed. And obviously, one of the relationships we have here, obviously, is being here at Intelligent Office, getting an opportunity to kind of take advantage of uh, getting an opportunity to hear about all the awesome things that you're doing. So I guess could you tell us a little bit more on like how you were able to like be able to access, you know, the, the relationship with Intelligent Office to, to get your foothold in areas, some of the things that you've been able to do here? So um, a, a former colleague of mine, um, had a relationship with with Matt Whitaker, and you know, of course, you know now, I, you know, getting to know him, his team, Chanel, and, and you know, Kira, and, and everyone, uh, they they they've just been really great. And I think, right, it was um, that it was a temporary solution with Intelligent Office to until we you know kind of formally had our space, you know, in this area was to you know let's rent out a couple of suites, um, and you know while we we grow in market capital bank. Um, and I think for us being, or I think for me being in Alexandria for the past, you know, five or six years, it made sense to, to have an office here, to have a presence here, you know, and, you know, it's, it's big being able to have an Alexandria address in my signature line, you know, when I'm, when I'm calling on clients, when I'm emailing prospects because they, hey, oh, he's in Alexandria and, 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 and not you know rest in or where we're headquartered in Rockville. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that um, I feel like that's been one of the the shifts you know from people and even definitely from businesses. It's not just oh I'm from Virginia, but I'm from Alexandria. I'm from Rest. I feel like there's been such a strong community that's been built. So it's great to hear that you've been able to kind of have your your foothold here, be able to kind of have clients come here, has allowed you that opportunity to kind of build that relationship in Alexandria and Rest. Yeah, yeah, and definitely, and not to limit, you know, the um, the business in in these areas, you know, Arlington, Alexandria, but you know, I have clients, you know, throughout, you know, DC Metro and our, you know, Capital Bank, we we serve the greater, you know, Washington DC area. But it's it's just it's nice when, you know, you've spent a certain amount of time in a certain area, and then to be able to, it's the, you know, just the continuity right. aspect of it to to kind of be in this area and to really keep your hand on the pulse of, of what's going on and I think you know back to being a part of a, an organization like the Eisenhower Partnership is really to stay abreast of what's cap, what's happening what's you know who's going to be building what and where um, and I, I think that really helps yeah absolutely absolutely and so um, so you, you moved into intelligent office how long have you been you know here uh, really since I've started with the bank so since November of 2019 you've been able to kind of, you know, you feel like having um, this area has definitely helped you to kind of be able to get that foothold. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, the way the way we've kind of benefited from Intelligent Office is to, you know, have that fi that physical right. um, presence, you know, to have that address. But, you know, whenever there is a need, I think just to have, you know, the staff, um, one of the big things that I wanted to, you know, ask you about is just how do you feel like 
being here in the intelligent office and getting an opportunity to kind of leverage space has helped to impact you personally, maybe even in the bank as well too. You know, I, I think the biggest takeaway on that is the flexibility. Um, you know, uh, you know, during COVID when we all probably just worked from home, um, you know, I didn't really visit the office much, but you know, now, you know, with just being more comfortable, I think having the flexibility of either working from one of our corporate offices, um, you know, just based on geography, you know, if I was meeting a client, but, but having the flexibility to come here, utilize the resources that intelligent offices, intelligent office provides, I think is, has been a plus. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And, and uh, I imagine just like, you know, everybody else listening to this, like work has been like kind of redefined, it seems like during this time of what it means and what it looks like. But um, I, I love, cause I, I imagine that it's probably a little bit more expensive and financially um, more of a commitment sometimes to get a space, you know, in Alexander to get that foothold, to get those relationships and have that. So it sounds like you've been able to kind of bridge that gap. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for, for you know, when, whenever you're looking for a space, you know, there's, a, you know, a lot of fixed costs involved, uh, you know, because you got to build it out, right? And, you know, and especially with, you know, right now with the limited amount of, I guess, of staff that that's needed, you know, we. I'm sure there, there's a, you know, quite a few folks from the bank that would benefit from, uh, you know, a space here in Alexandria or, or Arlington where we can work out of. But, you know, we just kind of adapted. Um, but I, I think with, you know, the office here in Alexandria and being able to reach out, you know, coming here and then quickly going to an appointment. So the location is great, and you know, just you know, having. A meeting room to, to, that's accessible as well has has been super beneficial. Yeah, absolutely, and I love what we kind of talked about, you know, before we hit record, but about the industry as a whole, because you know, I, I feel like the name of the year or the name of the game, name of the month is definitely you know disruption. And a lot of times when things are disrupted, they kind of come back in a different way. So I wanted to, to hear a little bit more, you know, while we're recording as well too about like what you talked about with the banking industry and how that has kind of evolved and, and how like intelligent office played a good part in that and being able to kind of get your foothold without having to, you know, make the, the maybe 10 or 20 years sometimes least you have to, to have a place here. Yeah, um, so on the banking side, you know, a lot of it is, is really, um, it, you know, there's a lot of, you know, merger and acquisition, right? As, right. you know, for, for community banks typically, you know, as you grow, you become appealing to a bigger bank right. because they want to be able to uh, capitalize on that market share, you know, per se. So, you know, so what's the what's the answer to that? You know, acquire, right? And, um, and, and, and so, you know, that that's, a form of disruption that that we see, but but the technological and the, the you know the fintechs that are that are coming here, the the, the squares, the the chimes, a lot of these online based you know banks that are really not requiring some of the you know some of the things that traditional banks do in order to to capitalize on on some of that market share. I think we're seeing a lot of that, and so you know banks like us. Are having to invest in the technology to be able to continually serve the needs uh, of our clients to make you know to streamline banking processes to make it easier for clients to access their money to pay their bills right. and that kind of thing. So it's 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 you know it's always um, it's you know it's always a challenge. I think the relational aspect of it is is a is great you know in terms of what community banks provide. Um, accessibility. I'm always accessible to, to my clients. You know, you're not having to, 
they get direct access to my line, my cell phone, you know, I'm having a call a 1-800, and I think that's still, you know, a big deal for, you know, for a lot of folks. Yeah, I think that's a huge deal, and it's case in point, like we talked about, you know, the PVP, um, and trying to be able to, to get a hold of somebody, not sure of like what and how your business was going to be at that time, and to be able to at least have a conversation with somebody, which I know many people that might be listening to this haven't had that opportunity to do that, it's been huge, so um, I think that's a huge touch and a huge benefit for a lot of businesses. Yeah, I totally agree. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, was there anything else that, I guess, in addition that you benefited from from a um, intelligent, um, intelligent office standpoint, or any other standpoint in being here in the Alexandria? You know, not pertaining to me per se, but you know, I, sometimes I hear in, in the conversations when I'm out, you know, grabbing a cup of coffee here. But I, I feel like the staff, you know, does a good job of of being aware of the different businesses that utilize intelligent office so so you know the bank isn't utilizing this but I've actually tried to market this for for Chanel sure. on, on some of my clients because they don't have you know some of my clients that are growing they don't have um, you know like staff like admin staff per se and they're you know this the president of the companies are fielding you know their own calls and they could save a lot of time if if they had a dedicated administrative professional or you know or providers um, to kind of field a lot of the calls and take messages and, and whatnot and I feel like the team here does a great job of that so you can again focus on the you know the high level conversations that you're needing to have with your clients and, and kind of just letting um, you know intelligent office kind of to handle that you know with mailing and Package servicing, taking yeah. taking phone calls and